Hey everyone, this is John Mauser. I'm a fishing guide and a rod builder on the Crystal Coast of North Carolina. I'm using this podcast to build a relationship with all of you and to tell some stories along the way that will hopefully entertain, educate, and inspire everyone who's listening. This is the True Tales Podcast Show. How's it going, everybody? Well, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. You've probably been wondering if I'm even alive. I am still alive and kicking. It's been, I hate to say this, almost 11 months since we've done an episode. It was March of last year. I was checking back right before this. And uh, sorry, <laughs> I will try to do better. Seriously, though, I haven't, haven't forgotten about the podcast. It's, it's been on my mind. Uh, since I did the last episode last year, uh, I've just been busy, very busy. Um, that's one of the downsides to, uh, you know, being a, uh, self-employed business owner, entrepreneur, hustler, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's a lot of opportunity to work and, uh, you can get caught up in it and it'll pull you a bunch of different directions. You're not just going to work at eight in the morning and coming home at five every afternoon and, you got the evenings off and the the weekends off to do whatever you want. And uh, you're working seven days a week. You're working 24-7. As long as your eyes are open and sometimes when your eyes are halfway shut, uh, you still have the ability to work. And sometimes that's what you have to do to, to have that freedom of uh, being your own boss. And last year for me was the most successful I've had with my guide service. Uh, just more and more opportunities came up for me to run charters, to expand my business, and it kept me pretty busy. You know, we came off of uh, the spring, I guess it was March when I did my last podcast. And then we rolled into, I uh, had Shad Charters and then came back and we had uh, Benito and Albacore and Big Bull Drum Charters in April. Then May, I was up on the Roanoke doing stripers. And then you come back after May and June, July, August, September, you're heavily targeting redfish. And then you're also doing some near shore stuff on the wrecks and along the beaches. And then Next thing you know, it's albacore season. Uh, albacore season was unbelievable for me last year as far as charters. Um, I ended up probably booking, I don't know, or running maybe 60 out of 65 days straight. It was incredible. Uh, I took two days off, uh, one for each of my kids' birthdays, and then we had a couple weather days. But I literally, from the end of September uh, through Thanksgiving, I guided on the water full days, all day long in the ocean every single day. And, you know, you get up at four thirty-five in the morning, you're on the water at six thirty-seven. you're getting off the water three, four o'clock handling business with your clients. You're getting home at five, six o'clock. It's dark. It's getting cold outside. And then you got to wash the boat and rig things up for the next day. And next thing you know, it's, it's eight o'clock. You're eating dinner and falling asleep in your dinner and then going to bed and trying to get six hours of sleep to do it again. Um, so, as fortunate as I've been to have had so much success with my business, you know, things like a podcast, uh, they just don't pop up on the top of that to-do list. Um, there's so many things that are of a higher priority at that point. Um, that being said, it, getting this podcast started again has been very heavy on my mind for a few reasons. Uh, for one, when I was doing it that first year, those first six months, um, I got some great feedback from you guys and it meant a lot to me. 
And more so than meaning something to me, I felt like I was actually maybe putting something out there that some of you guys were getting use out of, whether that was, you know, just entertainment or you were learning something or, you know, it was something meaningful for you. So I want to continue to put that out there for y'all. And then the second reason is a selfish reason. Uh, doing this podcast, I feel like is going to help me grow my business. And not because I'm using this to sell you guys on fishing trips, but I'm using this to build relationships with everybody who's listening. Um, you know, if I was going to book a charter and go spend a day and spend money on somebody's boat to go fishing, well, I do want to catch fish and I want to have an adventure, uh, but I want to have a great overall experience. And I think having a great experience is also having a good relationship with the person that uh, is on the back of the boat guiding you to those fish. Um, and I really take pride in doing that when I have anglers on the water, you know, building that relationship with them. And I feel like a podcast is a way for me to get myself out there so that you guys can decide ahead of time if you've never met me, if I'm the kind of person that you want to spend eight hours with. And if you do, awesome. And I hope that we can build a relationship together and I hope that involves fishing. And if not, then maybe I saved you a little bit of time and, and some money from booking a charter with me. Um, I might actually be the kind of person that you don't want to hang out with at all. And again, it's really not all about trying to book charters. I mean, that's, that's one of the benefits, I think, of putting yourself out there uh, in the interwebs for everybody to kind of get to know who you are and your business. Uh, but honestly, if you never come fishing with me, if I can help you in some way or another, help you become a better caster, a better angler, uh, help you with something that's not related with fishing at all. And if that's the case, well, I've done my job either way. So that's a good thing. So all that brings me around to what I want to talk about today. And this will probably be a short one. I just wanted to jump up here and get this podcast fired back up and we'll do some longer ones in the future. I wanted to talk about a problem I have, a problem I've dealt with uh, more and more as I've grown this business and, and maybe possibly something you guys have dealt with in your life too. I've dealt with an issue finding balance, if there is such a thing. I've tried and I've tried, but I, I can't seem to find a clear answer to this question of when is enough enough? Uh, when have I guided enough charters? When have I made enough income for the month or for the year? When have I done enough advertising uh, to, to get myself out there to book stuff for six months from now, for a year from now, you know, and I may start to think that I've done enough. I've run enough trips for the season or for the week or for the, you know, the, the month. And then I jump on Instagram and I see two or three other guides you know, they don't have a trip that following day and they're, they're a hundred dollars off. Come, come fish with me tomorrow. Last minute, come beautiful day, come fishing. In my mind, I've already, I've already set aside something I'm going to work on around the house or something I'm going to do for myself and give myself a, you know, a day off. And then I start feeling guilty that I didn't work hard enough uh, because I've seen that somebody else is working harder than me. And I don't know, maybe they haven't run a single charter that whole week, but all I know is that I'm, uh, letting off the gas and I see somebody else pushing on it. And then I question myself, am I doing enough? Did I do enough this week? Did I do enough this year? Um, and I deal with that on everything from literally, you know, coming up on a weekend and I got Sunday off and I'm going to go to church and I see it's a pretty day and other people are booking charters and I feel guilty to, I get to the end of that albacore season and I've just fished 60 days straight. And then it's the first week of December and I'm, looking forward to taking a, a week off finally. And I see somebody who's 
hustling hard to book winter redfish charters. And I feel guilty about it. And I go, John, you're not working hard enough. You know, and it's, it's not just with enough guiding. It's, uh, you know, did, did I make enough money this year? You know, did, is there enough money in the bank account? You know, is there enough to pay myself? And then, you know, when, when my Yamaha blows up and I got to come up with 15 or $20,000 to replace it, or what happens if I break an arm or I break a leg and I'm not working for months, you know, it, is there enough money in the bank account that if I come up with, if I end up having cancer and I've got to battle cancer for two years, is there enough money to cover that? So it's that constant question of when is enough enough? And, and my issue is generally the answer is it's not, you know, it's, it's, you didn't run enough charters. You didn't, uh, you didn't make enough money this year because you don't know what could come up in the future and trying to run a bunch of charters and trying to work. You know, I, I don't have a job where my boss expects me to show up every day and I show up and I get a paycheck. I got to make those opportunities to work. So it's not just going, Hey, I'm going to run a charter today. If I haven't advertised myself well enough, whether that's blog posts or podcasts or social media or emails or whatever, like if I'm not spending that time doing that, like have I sent enough emails this month or John, John, you only posted on Instagram three times this week, you weren't feeling it and, uh, and you didn't do it, but you look and and so-and-so guide has posted every single day this week. And then they've posted some videos and they've done all the stuff. And it's like, well, gosh, I guess I didn't spend enough time on social media this week. Uh, so it's, it's that constant battle, but, but on the other hand, like there's more to life than working. Right. So, I mean, one of the reasons that I, quit my job of, of almost 20 years, a state government job working for public aquariums was that I did not feel like I had enough time for myself. I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel like I was living life. I didn't feel like I was spending enough time with my wife and kids and friends. Um, and then you get in the same trap where you're constantly trying to work more and more and, and get those opportunities, except now it's not your boss telling you you have to do it. You're, you are your own boss and, and you're having to do it. Um, but yeah, there's more things to life. You're, it's your family, yourself. You know, I, I want to spend time with my two boys. I want to spend time with my wife. I want to spend time with my mom and my sister and, you know, nieces and nephews and all of my family. So um, I have to sometimes go, you know what? It is enough. It's going to have to be enough because if you continue to focus too much on one thing, you're saying no to those other things. Um, and so you know, then the question is like, when is enough time to spend with your kids? How do you know I've spent enough time with my kids today or this week or this weekend? You know, and, and for me, just like with work, the answer seems to always be there's never enough. Like no matter how much time I spend, you know, I could spend the whole day with my kids and then they go to bed and I feel like I didn't spend enough time with them because they're a day older. And there's one less day that I have with them. And then I, I find myself like probably a lot of other people where, you know, you're trying to find that balance between making a living for your family and spending time with your family. And then the next thing you realize is you're not spending any time for yourself, um, for your physical health, for your mental health, uh, just to give yourself a break to keep from getting burned out. You know, I was looking back at this summer and I absolutely love doing wildlife photography. And that's one of my escapes. And I think I went out and took pictures like three times last summer. I mean, it's just, you know, I made the best of it, but it was, uh, 
it was nothing compared to what I was doing a few years ago, but there was opportunities to make money. And that fear of, of not doing enough, you know, kept me doing things that maybe weren't necessarily, they may have been helpful for the bank account, but they weren't helpful for, you know, my soul. So, so, so basically what it comes down to is that whenever I focus too much on one thing, I feel like I'm failing at the other things or I'm falling behind at them, right? You know, that, that perfect balance of how can you have spend just the right amount of time at work with your family, with yourself, with your friends, with all these things that are pulling you in different directions. And I've listened to some, uh, you know, successful entrepreneurs on podcasts and things and, and things I've read in books. And they're like, well, you know, there never is a balance. There never, there's no such thing as balance, like in the moment, but balance over your lifetime. You're going to hustle for the next 10 years to build this business so that, you know, later on, then you can spend time, you know, having the money and the time to do things with your family and, and, and with your kids and, and yourself and all this stuff. And I don't know that I agree with that because my two sons are nine years old and 15 years old right now. So I could say, oh, I'm going to hustle for 10 years and then I'm going to spend time with my kids and my wife. Well, one, my kids are probably going to be, you know, college or working or possibly married in 10 years. And then, you know, health wise, me and my wife may not be able to do the things that we could do at this point. So, so if, if any of you guys have an answer, please let me know. Cause I have not figured it out yet. Uh, it's something I will probably continue to struggle with. Um, and maybe it's my own fault. Maybe I've just bitten off more than I can chew. Maybe I've, my goals or my ambitions have been too big and, and I don't know. So although I have not got the, uh, the mystery of the balance thing, uh, figured out and I probably never will here. Here's a few things that I have figured out along the way. Um, one of them is that, uh, saying no is saying yes. You know, when you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else and vice versa. When you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. There's only about, there's only so much time that you've got on your plate every day, every week, every year, or during your life to do things. And you've got to decide if those things are good for you or if they're good for somebody else or if they're good for both. And you have to make that decision on what you say yes to and what you say no to. Um, I have to constantly remind myself to ask myself this question. What I'm getting ready to say yes or no to, does it bring me closer to the person that I see myself being in the future? Or does it bring me closer to where I want to be in the future? And if the answer is no, even if it's doing something great for somebody else, if it if it's going to take away from me getting to that place that I want to be or that I need to be, then maybe the answer is no. And by saying no to that thing, whether it's going and hanging out or going on a trip or spending money or some business plan that's probably not going to be fruitful, by saying no to that, I'm allowing myself to say yes to something that's hopefully going to push me further towards that person I want to be, whether that's mentally, financially, physically, you know, as a father, as a husband as a business owner. And then the other thing that I've figured out um, is I really need to practice being present. And and I've known this for several years now. Um, and I've, I've talked about it on here before, um, but it's something that I constantly, it, it's a tool and you have to sharpen it constantly. It's like a mus- muscle that you have to build because uh, if not, it'll atrophy and you'll lose it. But you you have to be present or I have to be present. I'm sure a lot of you guys deal with this too in the current situation. 
you know, and when you're working, whether I'm, you know, I'm epoxying rods or I am, you know, advertising, writing a blog to advertise my business, the more present I am in it, the more effort I put into it, the quicker I can get it done with concentrated effort so that I don't have to spend, you know, I can do something in 30 minutes that would have took me two hours if I was also checking my phone or thinking about other things. Same goes with, with other parts, non-business related. You know, when I'm with my kids, you know, maybe this day I only get uh, 30 minutes this evening when I get home from work because I've got to fix something on the boat. I got 30 minutes to spend with them. But instead of sitting there and playing a board game with them and texting clients on the phone, I'm just focused 100% on them and I'm in that moment and I'm, and I'm seeing the smiles on their face and I'm enjoying them and I'm interacting with them and I'm soaking it up. And I think that's a big part of, of it is that maybe it's not that you're not doing enough. It's that you're not being present enough in the things that you're doing. So that's something I've tried to, you know, there's 24 hours in a day and believe it or not, you got to sleep a few of them. Um, and so those waking hours that you're doing that stuff, if you really think that there's not enough time in the day, you know, what are you really doing? That's, um, taking away from those things that you actually know you need to be doing, you know, that, that keep you focused and being present. And, and I'm trying to do that stuff in just everyday life stuff, being present. You know, I'm, I'm driving down the road, going to the boat ramp and instead of worrying about, you know, what the wind's going to be doing or what the water clarity is going to be doing. I'm, you know, I'm soaking up the sunshine that's coming through my window and, and on my face and I'm feeling the steering wheel on my hand and I'm really listening to the music and I'm just trying to actually enjoy it because what I've realized is that, you know, I'm, I'm in my forties now and people my age and, and even more so in their fifties and even more so in their sixties are, are dropping dead, you know, and, and they may have thought they had, 80, 90, hundred years to go with this life. And, and, and they lived a lot of it not being present, you know, and, and then it's over. And so I think really like it's about making the best of every single second you have, um, whether that's, you know, working with somebody in your business or working with your family or just spending time by yourself, just extra enjoying it, you know, having the gratitude for, you know, the way the air feels, the, the, the sounds you hear in your ear, the, the smells you smell, the taste you taste, the, the things you see. I mean, just really soaking it in and being present. So that's something I, I struggle with um, because I live in the future. Like 90% of the time, you know, I might be at task doing something, but I'm literally worrying about what's happening the next day or the next week or the next season, you know, and, and that takes away from my presence in, in that actual time that I'm living right there. So, and I have a feeling I'm probably not the only one who deals with that. I, I bet a lot of us live in our head a lot and, and live in the future in our head and they're doing something with their spouse or with their friend or with their children or with their parents or just working on something, working on a project or work and, and they're, they're somewhere else in their head. And, and, you know, it's like when you drive home from work and you get home and you don't remember any of your drive home, which is kind of scary. You know, we spend so much time living somewhere else in our head and, and not enjoying that, that present moment. So, you know, I, I doubt any of us want to spend whatever God gives us, whether it's, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 years on this planet, 
and then realize we wasted it not being present in the actual moments we we're experiencing. Okay, so I think we can officially call today's episode the fishing podcast episode that has absolutely nothing to do with fishing, but kind of does because it really applies to everything in life. Well, if you've actually sat through this last 20 minutes and, and bared with me, I really appreciate it. I promise I got more fishing related content on the horizon. So now that we got the engines fired up, we'll have those coming at you soon enough. So to wrap it up, there's probably no such thing as balance. Um, there's always going to be something in your life that's going to take more of your time than another. But in everything you do, just try to stay present. Try to really enjoy that experience. Uh, try to soak it in. And don't be afraid to say no to certain things that don't help you or your family. Uh, because saying no to one thing is saying yes to something else that's going to put you closer to where you want to be. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all listening. And uh, if you did enjoy it or you got something out of it, if you could like it, share it, or comment on it, that would be fantastic. And uh, look forward to talking to y'all soon. All right. Well, take care. Have a good week.